sing it. Head to the heaven and sing it to the Lord. Great are you, Lord. Great are you, Lord. Great are you, Lord. Oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lift up your hand to the heaven. Lift up your hand to the heaven. Jesus, Hallelujah. Lift up your voice and begin to sing in the spirit. Tadabaya, Ikanamaya, Tebrosibanda, Labaya, Cabrada, Sande, Matalabaya, Tebrada, Sandalia, Capande, Debrebe, Shabadabaya, Ibrada, Sande, Debrebe, Cabatalabaya, Matabaya, Tebrada, Sande, Debrebe, Cabatalabaya, Ibrada, Sondadabaya, Cabrada, Sande, Debrebe. Matalabaya kebrada sonde de bebe kabanta labaya ibrada sonda dia kapanda dababa ibrada sonde de bebe kabanta labaya thank you lord jesus nalabayo si arabaya
Hallelujah. Amen. Let's take our seats. Let's take our seats in heavenly places. How many of you believe that God is good? Ingrid, are you going to interpret it? You'll do it over there, right? Okay. Now we'll be now I I I I, I, I am I am starting a Spanish course. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, is, are these testimonies not awesome? How many of you remember that we prayed for the lady on, on Wednesday here? She was just seated over here, and she said the baby cannot be located. The doctor said there is something wrong. We said, no, there is nothing wrong, because there is always a superior voice that surpasses the voice of man. And we all stretch forth our hand, and we pray, and we laid hands, and we said, when are you going for the next review? She said, tomorrow. She said, on Friday. By the spirit of prophecy, I said, when you go, there will be good news. And God honored his word. Is God not a good God? You have, listen, wait. You are a man. You don't understand what it is to be pregnant and the baby, you will not feel the baby. And doctors will say that there is trouble. Hallelujah. God is so good. Amen. I mean, um, all the testimonies here show that God is working. And we are careful to say, Lord, thank you. Hallelujah. All right. How many of you believe that you are living here with a blessing today? Now, because I have an interpreter who is interpreting into Spanish, I am going to take my time and then do a lot of teaching so that she can interpret well. Praise the name of Jesus. And um, in the course of time, we are going to have special Spanish service Amen. where we will, we, will, we will have English service and then we will have Spanish service. Hallelujah. Amen. And then when we have joint services, we will be blending the two. That is when you see that I can speak Spanish. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. But I want us to celebrate all our Spanish family. Tell them we love them. They are part of us. Hallelujah. This is your home. And this is your church. 
praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? All right. So last Sunday we started talking about watch these things. And I told you that the reason why we are learning about watch these things is because we are taking off. And anytime you are taking off, there are certain things you got to watch. Because those are the things that can stop you from taking off. And the Lord told me that when the church is launched, we will take off. And I've seen that we have already started taking off. Listen to the testimony that we recorded on Sunday. Supernatural financial miracles. People having money that they never... Did. Were you not here on Sunday? Hallelujah. They are indicators of the fact that we are taking off. So on Sunday, we dealt with fear. 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 Being afraid. Many people are living in fear. And then we said on Sunday that fear is not a feeling. Fear is a spirit. When fear comes upon you, it binds you. It ties you around. It keeps you stagnated. You will not be able to go forward. You will not be able to go back. So what fear does is that it keeps you stagnated. Now, if you are in the home, you are alone in the house, and then you are afraid, and then you hear some noise, you realize that where you are, all of a sudden, it's like your ears become bigger. The back of your head becomes bigger. Now, you don't know what is coming in front. You don't know what is happening behind. So you are just sitting still like that. Hallelujah. Amen. I sat in an aircraft from Denver, Colorado to Nashville. That was somewhere last two years. And my, oh my, I have never uh, flew an aircraft and experienced such turbulence. Boy, oh boy. This was not just turbulence. It was like there were potholes in the sky. The aircraft can descend like this. And then go up and come down and go up. Everybody was quiet. And all of a sudden, the pilot put on the fasten your seatbelt sign. And then the announcement came and said, Cabin crew, sit down. Because the turbulence, because we are in turbulent area. Now listen, when you are in an aircraft and there is turbulence, and the cabin crew, they are still working. You are okay. You know that they know that this one is nothing. But when you see that the cabin crew has sat down, hey, ladies and gentlemen, then you know that that is another degree of turbulence. So now, at that point, the aircraft was going up and coming down, going up and coming down. And everybody, for the first time, the two and a half hour journey, nobody sat down to go and use the restroom. I'm pretty sure people peed on themselves. The, the cabin crew, the, 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 um, the fasting your seatbelt sign was boldly on. And everybody was seated. Nobody was shaking. Nobody was talking to the friend. Nobody was talking to the seatmate. Ladies and gentlemen, that is what fear does. Fear will cripple you. Fear will stagnate you. Many people that God spoke to, their destinies had been crippled as a result of fear. The Lord promised you. The Lord gave you a vision. The Lord gave you an idea. The Lord gave you a passion for something. 
And then you went somewhere. And then they told you, no, 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 you can't do it. And they began to ask you about your credentials. They say, before you can do this, you must have this. You must have that. You must come from here. You must speak like that. You must carry this certificate. And all of a sudden, you begin to look at the things that they are talking about. And you see that you don't have any one of them. Meanwhile, God has spoken to you. Listen, ladies and gentlemen. The greatest weapon of the devil is the weapon of fear. Never forget that. If we put the arsenals, the weapons of the enemy, we stack them one over the other, one over the other. The greatest one, the number one, the first weapon of the devil is the weapon of fear. Now, the reason why it is the most and the greatest weapon of the... And in fact, it is the dreaded weapon of the enemy. Because it takes care of your faith. Any other weapon can take care of something. Some of the weapons can take care of your joy. Some of the weapons can take care of your peace. But the weapon of fear takes care of your faith. And when your faith is paralyzed, you are over. When your faith is paralyzed... It is over with you. Anything about your life can be paralyzed. You can still go on. But when your faith is paralyzed. So in the book of Luke. Chapter 22. And verse number 31 to 32. Something very powerful happened there. Ingrid are you following? Am I going too fast? It's okay. Good. Because I want you to interpret it in Spanish for my family in Spanish to understand. Awesome. Hallelujah. Let's give them a clap. Powerful. Now, so let us go to the book of Luke. Luke chapter 22. And I want us to read from verse number 31 and then 32. Luke 22, 31 and 32. And it was our one of our anchor scriptures last week, Sunday. Now, Jesus spoke to Simon. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold. Satan has desired to have you. He didn't say that Satan wants to have you. He said he has desired to have you. Now it means that the appetite of Satan was Simon. Now Cheryl, there are some times when you can say that, well, if you give it to me, I like it. If you don't give it to me, fine. But if you have appetite for it, that is what leads to addiction. Now here, Satan's appetite was Simon. Sometimes the devil's appetite is you. Sometimes the devil's appetite is your family. Sometimes the devil's appetite is your business. Sometimes the devil's appetite is your love for the things of God. And he will come after it. And Jesus said, Satan has desired to have you so that he may sift you like wheat. But look at it. He said, but I have prayed for you. Not that he will not have you. But so that your faith will not fail. So when your faith fails, it is over. When your faith does not fail. And I told you that your faith is believing in the word of God. Notwithstanding what is happening around you. That is all about faith. Faith is believing the word of God. Notwithstanding what is happening around you. Now so you read the scriptures. The, now, now, now look at our beautiful mother who came and then she said that the doctors say that they cannot detect the baby. The baby is not growing healthy. And we said it is a lie. Amen. 
what was happening and what was said were two different things. Faith will always, ladies and gentlemen, make the word of God superior to the word of what is happening. And I pray for somebody today. In the blessed and mighty name of Jesus, whatever has been said about you is a lie. What the Lord has said about you is the truth. And from today, may the word of the Lord come to pass in your life. I said, may the word of the Lord come to pass in your life. Nobody under the sound of my voice will be put to shame. When you come one step with shame, the Lord will turn it around in Jesus' name. Because he is a glorious God. I said he's a glorious God. And he is a good God. Shout and say, my God is a good God. Praise the name of Jesus. That is why, if there is anything that the enemy will come after, it is your faith. And the greatest weapon against your faith is fear. So we said that fear is believing that what is happening now is your end. Anytime you come to the point or the place of believing that what is happening around me now, that is it. You are living in fear. So sometimes you have great anticipation and then all of a sudden things begin to happen around you. That makes that great anticipation a lie. And then the devil begins to tell you or the situation begins to tell you or the circumstance begins to tell you what you are in now. That is how you are going to be forever. At that point you are living in fear. Praise the name of Jesus. And so on Sunday we spoke about why fear? We also spoke about why fear is so dangerous. Now I'm just for the sake of new people that are hearing this because I cannot deal with how to deal with fear without letting you know what fear does. Praise the name of Jesus. But please, even if you were here on Sunday, there are new things that I'm talking about. So you got to take very serious attention to them. We said that number one, fear will make or it will open you up to the reality. Fear always opens you up to the reality. Now, fear is like a scale model. Now, let me show you what a scale model is. Best, have you gone to a place where they wanted to build an architectural edifice, something very big, and then before you probably entered into where they were building, they had a small, you know, model of what they wanted to build. We call it architectural model or a scale model. Now, so it's like the whole building, they have made it as a miniature. And some of the time they put it in a glass. Now, what you are seeing is not different from what they are going to put out. Fear is always the architectural model of what the enemy wants to happen. Now, so the reality is not yet there. But the fear that the devil will present to you is the architectural design of it. When you believe it, it comes to pass. Praise the name of Jesus. And that was exactly what he did to the man called Job. He presented an architectural design. And then he told Job, what about if tomorrow all your children die? What about if ne the next day your marriage fails? And that is why and what a lot of believers are living in. People live and think, what about if I don't make it in life? What about if I don't see my grandchildren? What about if I never get married? What about if I never get babies? What about if I never get a certificate? What about if I never get my document? What about if I never get this? Those things 
are miniature or scale or architectural model the devil is presenting to you. The moment you receive it, the reality comes to pass. So fear always opens us up to the reality. Now, look at a scripture in Proverbs chapter 29 and verse number 25. Proverbs 29 and verse number 25. Hallelujah. Such a very powerful scripture. Proverbs chapter 29 and verse number 25. He says that the fear of man brings a snare. Look at that. The fear of man bringeth a snare. So whatever you fear becomes a trap that brings you into the reality. And on Sunday, I explained to you that I follow me. When fear comes into your life, it paralyzes you. It is like your arms. Okay? Now watch me. When fear comes, it all of a sudden ties your arms at your back like that. So you cannot do anything. Now because you cannot do anything, even a little issue can knock you off. Do you understand it? A little issue. So things that are not supposed to dominate you all of a sudden begin to dominate you because fear has already gripped you and it has bound you and it has opened you up for the reality. So now anything comes your way. If there is any fear in the life of anybody tonight, may it be paralyzed in Jesus' name. Shout me a believing amen. amen. And then we said that fear is also considered a sin. Why is fear considered a sin? Romans 14, 23. Look at Romans 14, 23. Romans 14, 23 says that anything done without faith, Cheryl, is sin. Anything done without faith. When you are doing it and then you have a doubt in your mind, he said it is sin. Anything, look at that. And he that doubt is damned if he eat because he eateth not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. And fear opposes faith. Whatsoever is not of faith is sin. And fear opposes faith. So what does faith, I mean, what does fear do? Fear generates sin in our bodies. It generates sin in our lives. And I pray that the sin of fear will be paralyzed in Jesus' name. Number three, we said that fear is contagious. It's pressed by proxy. When you come into contact with somebody who is afraid, all of a sudden, you begin to be afraid. Listen. <laughs> One day, something happened. Very humorous. But very, 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 very educative. There were a group of people. And they were making a journey. Now, listen to me very well. As they were progressing in the journey, they came to a junction. And then when they got there, they met a man. And then the man told them that if you take this route, let's say it was like a Y you know, you, you see the way a Y is. Okay? So now they moved all the way to the junction where they will either move to the right or move to the left. Now when they got there, they met a man that was coming from one direction and another man coming from the other direction. Now, both of them were coming from different directions. Now listen to, listen to me. Where they were going, they had been told of what is going to happen over there or what they are going to encounter. Now they met one man. And the man said, actually, where you are going is where I am coming from. Now listen very well. And then he said, if I let me tell you the story in this way. It was a man who was sent to a land or a group of lands 
and they were going to find out if they could manufacture shoes and sell over there. So they got to one place. And then when they got there, when they got to one junction, a man came from there and then said, the land that you are going, none of the people there have feet. They don't have foot. Except maybe a few people who have just one leg. And then another person also came. And then the person said, listen, the land that you are going, it is a land that is filled with opportunities because that land, nobody is wearing shoes. Now, are you understanding the story? So, the same place, two people came from there. One of them said, where you are going, the land doesn't tolerate shoes. Why? Because the people there, they have one leg, one leg, one leg. And another man also came and said, the land that you are going is a fertile land. Why? Because the people there don't have shoes. Do you understand it? Now, so here, two reports from one land. And the person had to make a decision. Now, he went back and then he told the people. He said, the land that you sent me to go and search, it is a land alright. There are people there alright, but the people there don't wear shoes. And then he told them something. He said, because they don't wear shoes, even if we manufacture shoes and we take it there, nobody will buy. And they sent the other person. The other person went and then he came. He said, listen, if we carry shoes there, we will get people to buy it. Because they are not wearing shoes. Ladies and gentlemen, the person who carried the second report got promoted. The person who carried the second report got an established company over there. What am I talking about? Anytime, ladies and gentlemen, we do not deal with fear. What happens is that it begins to be contagious. Now, guess what? The people that heard it were divided amongst themselves. One group of the company said, we will try it. The other group of the company said, we will let it be. Now, the one that tried it, ladies and gentlemen, opened another company there. Listen, fear is contagious. The reason why one part of the company did not go there is because they were afraid. Based on what they had heard. The reason why another part of the company went there was because they were not afraid. Anytime fear comes into the life of anybody, you got to watch out. The people that you get into touch with. The people that you communicate with. The people that you stay in communication with. If you realize that God has given you a mandate and then all of a sudden there are people who walk in fear surrounding you. Cut them off. They will influence you. The Lord has spoken to you. All of a sudden, people began speaking against what the Lord has said. And listen, I told you on Sunday, Anytime the Lord speaks, the enemy will show up. The devil doesn't show up except the word of God comes. So when the word of God comes, the enemy will show up. And when the enemy shows up, he is bringing fear to fight against what the Lord has said. Remember what the Lord said unto Adam and Eve and what the devil came to say. The Lord told him, he said, the day you eat of this fruit, you will die. When the enemy came, he said, has the Lord said. So anytime the word of the Lord comes, the enemy will also pursue it. And when he comes, he comes with fear. But I pray that from today, you will be able to overcome every fear in the name of Jesus. And the people that are around... Now, let's read a very quick scripture. It is a lot of scripture, but I want us to quickly read it. Let's start from Numbers chapter 13. 
And let's read from 26 all the way to 33. Let's be very quick. Now, he says that, And they went and came. This was when Moses sent them to go and spy the land. And they came back to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh and brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Now look at what happened. Verse 27. And they said, and they told them, and they said, we came into the land where you sent us. Surely it is a good land. It is flowing with milk and honey. Everything that we need is in the land. And this is even the fruit of it. Verse 28. Nevertheless, the people are strong that dwell in the land. The cities are walled and they are very great. Moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. Listen. The children of Anak were the children of giants. Every land that the Lord has promised you, there are giants on it. Any vision that the Lord gave you, there are giants on it. The vision may be bigger than you because it is walled. But once the Lord has spoken to you, he has what it takes for you to enjoy it. They said, the Amalekites dwell in the land on the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, they dwell on the mountains. The Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. Verse number 30. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it for we are well able to overcome it. Verse number 31. But the men that went up with him said, we are not able to come up against the people, for they are stronger than we. Listen, if God gives you a mandate and it is not stronger than you, it is not bigger than you, it is not from God. Anything that God tells you must be bigger than your mind. Anything that God tells you, some of the times, from where you are to where the Lord says he's taking you, you have no idea how it's going to happen. But that is when your faith comes in. And that is why the enemy will also fight your faith. Now look at it. And they brought up an evil report. What was the evil report? That we are not able. Anytime you come to the point or the place of believing that what the Lord has told you is not capable of happening, it is an evil report. He said, they brought an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying that the land truly which we have gone to search, it is a land that eats up the inhabitants. Hey, all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. Look at verse 33. Great stature. And there also we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which came out of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. Now, jump to the next chapter. This is the end of verse 13. Now, go to verse number 40 and see the consequences of the influence of bad association. When they carry fear and you are in their midst, he said, give me chapter 14 and verse number 1. Numbers chapter 14. And let's continue from verse number 1 all the way. And all the congregation lifted up their voice and they cried and the people wept that night. Why? Because of the report they had heard. Look at verse 2. And all the children of Israel, murmured against Moses and Aaron, and the whole congregation said unto them, God wanted us to die in the land. God didn't want us to die in the land of Egypt. Why would God cause us to die in the wilderness? That was the question they were asking. Verse 3. And wherefore has the Lord brought us up into this land? 
to fall by the sword. That our wives and our children should be a prey. Were it not better for us to return into Egypt? Verse 4. So they said one to another, let us make a captain and return into Egypt. Most of the time, people enter back into bondage because of fear. The Lord was bringing them out into a good land. But listen, in the process of getting to the good land, you have to go through the process. You cannot just jump from out there and then enter into the promised land. You have to go through the process. But in the process, you encounter fear. Your ability to overcome the fear and take a decision for the Lord, ladies and gentlemen, will determine how far and how fast you come there. Now, so ladies and gentlemen, quickly, let me talk about how to deal with fear. Of course, afterwards, I will talk about some fears that we have to deal with. We have the fear of rejection, the fear of failure, the fear of criticisms, the fear of the unknown, and the fear of death. These are major fears that paralyzes people. The fear of rejection, if you want to quickly write it. The fear of rejection, which leads many to do what they wouldn't want to do. Many people do things that they don't want to do because of rejection. Well, if I don't do it, all my friends will leave me. Especially when people are young. They take decisions to please their friends instead of pleasing the Lord. But in Exodus chapter 23 and verse number 2, Bible says that, be careful you don't follow the multitude to sin. Many people out of fear of rejection, they do things. Okay, if I don't do it, especially if people are very good friends and then they are believing God that out of the friendship, they might receive some help. Let's say somebody is friends with somebody who comes from a very rich home and then is believing God that through their association and their friendship, the certain doors will be open for them. And then all of a sudden, they are introduced to certain things. And then even though that they know that it is not good, they decide to do it because of rejection. They feel like, if I don't do it, and then from today, Cheryl says that I'm not her friend again. It is over with me. Fear of rejection. It leads people, ladies and gentlemen, to do things that they are not supposed to do. Number two, the fear of failure. The second fear is the fear of failure. This stops people from initiating their God-given mandate. When God gives you a mandate, and then your mind is, what about if I fail? What about if I fail? Listen, there is nothing like failure if you take a step with God. I'll say it again. There is nothing like failure if you take a step with God. It can be frustrated by the enemy, but you can't fail. Say, I can't fail. Now, you remember the parable of the guy who was given one talent, and then he hid it. In Matthew chapter 25 and verse number 24, he said, I know you. You are a hard man. I was afraid that I may fail, so I hid it. Fear of failure. What did the man tell him? He said, you are a wicked servant. Anytime fear of failure steps in, you are classified as a wicked person. Why is that so? Because ladies and gentlemen, there are so many destinies that are connected to you. Listen, watch me. Watch me. Everybody here, there are so many destinies connected to you. If you don't take that step, somebody's daily bread is connected to what you are supposed to do. The reason why there is a lot of you know, chaos and trouble in the world is because people
people that are supposed to do things that must bring liberty to the world, they are not doing it. Out of fear. Now, guess what? Assuming Cheryl must start a company, and then out of that company, 100 people must be employed. And out of fear, she has not started it. How many people are not employed? 100. So the 100 are now groppling. They are now looking for placement. Whereas their destiny is connected to Cheryl. Praise the name of Jesus. Can you imagine if when God told me, go to Nashville and there commission a mandate that I've committed to your hands. And I did not do it. Can we all, all of us here, will we ever have met together like this? The fear of failure always stops people from advancing what God has told them to do. Listen, if God gives you a word, don't be afraid. You won't fail. Because he who gave you the word will look over the word to perform it. The third fear that usually stops people from advancing is the fear of criticisms. Whatever you do, people will talk about it. Everybody, listen, everybody has an opinion about something. Opinions are like noses. Jessica, your nose is different from your, from your mother's nose. That is how opinions are. It doesn't matter what you do. Everybody got a different opinion. If you are afraid of criticisms, you will never be able to initiate anything. What will people say? Be rather interested in what is God saying. Be rather interested in what is God saying. I read a, a statement that I will never forget. He said that the greatest prison people live in is the fear of what other people think. The greatest prison people live in, the greatest prison people live in is the fear of what are other people thinking. Everybody is thinking something. Whether you do, I read a story of a man who bought a donkey. In fact, let me use like um, a bicycle so that we can understand it well. He bought a bicycle with his son. And as they were going, he said, let my son ride the bicycle. They got to a place. Now, so the man was walking. He thought that his son was young, so his son must ride the bicycle. As they were going, they met some people. And they said, this man, you are very heartless. I, I mean, they said to the child, they said, this child, you are very, very disrespectful. How can you, a, how can you, a young, energetic man, riding, and your elderly father is rather walking? And then they said, okay, then let's switch over. So the boy was now walking, and the man was riding. They met another group of people. And then the people said, this man is very heartless. He doesn't have heart inside of him. The man said, what is it? He said, they said, how can you, how can you be riding, whereas your son is walking? And at the point, they said, listen, whatever we do, people will talk. So right now, let us push the bicycle. So the man was walking at that side. The son was walking at that side. And they were pushing the bicycle. Some people saw them. They said, these people are not intelligent at all. How can you have a bicycle and still walking? So at a point, they said, let's carry the bicycle. They carried the bicycle on top of their head. When they got to a place, some people saw them. They said, nowadays, many mad people are on the streets. Listen, what does the story tell us? Everything that you do, somebody will talk about it. Don't be afraid of criticisms. If the Lord speaks to you, take that initiative. In fact, whether you take the initiative or not, somebody will talk about it. So take that initiative. Praise the name of Jesus. Don't be afraid of men. Bible said that the fear of man brings a snare. 
We read it in Proverbs chapter 29 and verse number 25. And then the fourth fear that usually grips people. I'm just giving you five fears. The fourth fear is the fear of the unknown. What is going to happen tomorrow? What about if I don't do this and then I lose my house? What about if I don't do that? The fear of the unknown. It is one of the greatest weapons of the devil in getting people not to come out of their comfort zone. Listen, until you take the step of coming out of your comfort zone, you may never see the glory of the Lord. In the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse number 28, if we can quickly read it. Matthew chapter 6, and verse number 28. And listen, from today, any fear of the unknown is paralyzed. Say me a believing amen. amen. Look at Matthew 6, 28. Why are you taking thought for your raiment, your dress, what you wear? He said, consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They don't toil. They do not spin. Verse number 29. Yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory, he is not array of these. Verse number 30. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow it is not, how much more shall he not clothe you, ye of little faith? Listen, God will never leave you to shame. Say me a believing amen. amen. And that is why you are not supposed to be afraid of the unknown. And finally, the fear of death. Many people are afraid. What about, listen, how many of you think that you will live forever? You will live forever. Hey. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. Do you know that when you mention death right now, people will start looking at you too, 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 too. They will be going like, why is he talking about death like that? Why is he talking about death like that? Listen, every child of God, we don't die. We transit. Praise the name of Jesus. Listen, the fear of death is what actually brings premature death. I'm telling you, the fear of death. Give me Hebrews chapter 2 and verse number 15. The fear of death is what actually brings premature death. Listen, your life cannot be cut short. As a child of God, your life cannot be cut short. It can only be cut short when you believe in the lie of the devil called the fear of death. Hebrews 2.15. He said, when Jesus came, he delivered them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. So they go like, I'm not so sure whether I'll live long, especially when they look into their family and then there is a precedence. There is that fear of death. Listen, brothers and sisters, as a child of God, your days are numbered with the Lord. No devil can cut short your days. No devil can cut short your life on earth. Say me a very believing amen. Say in the name of Jesus, I will not die prematurely. The other day we read through the Bible in the book of Proverbs chapter 18 and verse number 21. And he said that death and life. Look at it. Very powerful scripture. Don't be afraid. You, you can determine the outcome of your life. Look at it. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So it is up to you one day. The man Saul, who became Paul, he said, I am torn between two, either to stay or to go and be with the Lord. And then he said, but for your sake, I will stay. Listen, you have what it takes to determine your life on earth. 
Bible said that the number of your days, you shall live it. Don't be afraid of premature death because you will not die prematurely. Say me a believing amen. So quickly, how do I overcome fear? Number one, walk in love. Walk in love. Bible says in 1 John chapter 4 verse 18, he said that perfect love casts out fear. Walk in love. What is love? Love is forgiving and love is giving. I see you. I don't see you after the ordinances of your mistakes. I see you. I see you after the ordinances of God. When I look at you, I don't perceive you by your errors. I perceive you by the character of God in you. That is love. What is love? Love is the DNA of God. When I see your child, and then there are certain characteristics that show that he or she is your child. That is the replication of DNA. Listen, when we see you, and we are able to identify you as a child of God, then you are walking in love. Where you don't hold people blameable for their mistakes. Where you look at people and you say, but for Christ. But for Christ. Love is the DNA of God. And Bible said that wherever there is love, fear cannot exist there. Listen, let me give you a practical example. If right now I am with, let us say, Minister Charles, and then um, Minister Charles, I did something wrong to him. All my mind is that maybe he might be revenging. So as I am there, I am not safe. Do you understand? Yes. I am walking around, but my mind is that, what is he going to do next? What is he going to do next? But when there is love between us, I am free. Because I know that he will not harm me. Praise the name of Jesus. He will not harm me. So wherever there is love, fear is cast out. But wherever there is no love, fear is potent over there. That is why Bible said that, oh no man anything except love. If I love you, I am not afraid that you harm me. I am not afraid that you hurt me. I am not afraid that you break my heart. I am not afraid that you disappoint me. When you love me, I know that even on my blind spot, you, you will still cover my back. Amen. One day, Jesus called Peter for three times. He said, Peter, he said, Jesus, he said, do you love me? He said, I know, you know, I, I, I love you. He said, feed my lamb. He called him again. He said, Peter, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know, I love you. He said, feed my lamb. He called him a third time. He said, Peter, do you love me? He said, Lord, why are you troubling my heart? You know all things. Now, what was Jesus doing? Jesus was trying to let Peter know that wherever there is love, there will be sacrifices that will cost you. Anytime there is love and there is sacrifices that cost you, ladies and gentlemen, hurt or fear cannot exist there. Look at a situation where I have sacrificed so much for you. At the end of the day, when I decide to harm you, now all of a sudden I begin to think of the investment that I have put in your life. I begin to think about the many years of trouble that I have gone through in bringing you up. I begin to think about the many sacrifices and the many self-denials that I went through in order for you to become who you are. And then I tell myself, let it be. That is why wherever there is love, fear cannot exist there. And I pray for you. May the Lord put genuine love in your heart. And may the Lord put genuine love in our hearts for each other in Jesus' name. Number two, 
How do I deal with fear? Create a word full atmosphere. It is the word of God that casts out fear. It is the word of God that ca- how does it cast out fear? It builds our faith. Fear is dispelled by faith. So create a word full atmosphere. Always saturate your environment with the word of God. What has God said? Hold on to it. Keep on reminding yourself. Keep on reminding. Peter was about sinking until he remembered what the Lord has said. The Lord said, come. We all read it in the book of Matthew chapter 14. Reading from verse number 28. Let's start from verse number 24. Matthew chapter 14. Let's start from verse number 28. Look at that. Now, go with me to verse number 28 to 30. This was when the Lord Jesus had told Peter. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, tell me to come unto you on the water. Verse 29 says that. And the Lord said, come. So that was the word. When the word is active around you, when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. The word created an environment of safety. The word paralyzed every fear. Hey, brothers and sisters, before this portion, can we read from the verse number 24? Look at verse 24. Verse 24 says that the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Everything brought fear. But when Jesus said, come, all the fear was suspended. The word of God suspends every fear. That is why you go to the hospital. The doctor gives you a verdict. Begin to search through the scriptures. What has the word of God said concerning my life? Bible said that let the weak say I am healed. Let the sick say that I am healed. Then you begin to confess the word. You begin to, you begin to ruminate on the word. You begin to eat the word. You begin to digest the word. What you are doing is that you are knocking off fear. How many of you have had a pain in your body before? And then you took, let us say, Tylenol. Or you took some painkiller. Let me see your hand up. Now, do you know what a painkiller did? The painkiller entered into your bloodstream. And then it went directly to where the pain was. And then it knocked it off. That is what the word of God does. When fear is in our lives. You receive the word. The word comes to where the fear is. And then it knocks it off. You receive a word from the earth. You receive a word that brings fear into your heart. Sometimes you look at your background. Sometimes you look around you. Sometimes you begin to think about the thing that was told you some years back. And it begins to generate fear. And then you come to church. Or you pick up your Bible. Or you listen to a message. And then the message begins to address that issue. Don't say that the word was for the people those times. Some of the times we tell ourselves this word. It was for Peter and, 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 and James and John. What about you? The word is for us. You begin to apply the word to the situation. You begin to tell yourself, I am not going to go through this. Because the word of the Lord does not permit me to go through. You begin to apply it to your situation. You begin to talk it to your situation. And ladies and gentlemen, the word will dispel every fear. I'm seeing the word of God dispelling every fear in your life. Say me a believing amen. The word of Jesus will always dispel the fear of now. Because it will always build our faith. Number three, watch what you see. In overcoming fear, be careful the things that you see. Now the scripture that we are reading, 
Look at verse number 30. Matthew 14, verse 30. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. What you see can bring you fear. What you see, Jesus, Leon, Jesus had told Peter, he said, come. Peter was now walking on the sea. Took a step, jumped on the sea, and was walking on the sea as though it is flat, bare ground. He wasn't sinking. Everything was powerful. I, I'm thinking that now Peter was thinking in his mind, my goodness, is it the sea that I'm walking on? No man has done this. And he was very happy. He was thinking that probably he will use it as a testimony to draw many people to Jesus and said, you know what? When I was working with Jesus, I was able to walk on the sea. And all of a sudden, he started seeing the things around him. Sometimes you come to church and then a word of God comes and your faith is boosted up. Sometimes you see something in the scriptures and you say that this is mine. It is not going to be the other way. Exactly what the word of God has said, that is what is going to happen. And then all of a sudden, the devil begins to show you pictures. Begin to show you new pictures. You hear the story of another person who went through the same thing and the consequences. You hear the story of another person who didn't do what you have decided not to do and what happened to the person. And all of a sudden, by what you are seeing, your faith begins to dwindle. Your faith begins to finish. And at a point, the fear begins to take over. But from today, in the name of Jesus, any picture the devil is showing you, let it be deleted in Jesus' name. Sometimes, you take a selfie, and then you look at the selfie, and you tell yourself, this selfie doesn't represent me well. And then you delete it. That is how you must deal with fear. Sometimes you hear the story. You say, that, no, 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 no. This doesn't give a good representation of my life. Pew, then you delete it. You must delete it. Tell yourself, it is not my portion. Ha! Ah. Couple of weeks ago, somebody called me. And then the person said, man of God, I said yes. He said, I went to the bank. And then the bank told me that I have a pending issue with them. And I said, what is the pending issue? And he said, well, somebody gave me something to do as far as my account is concerned. It is similar to the story you told me. He said, as far as my account is concerned, not knowing that it was a fraudulent activity. So what happened was that now my account was frozen even though I had money in. And then I said, what next? And then they said that it is going to go on my credit. And I said, so what is it? And he said, I am so much afraid. I said, brother, don't be afraid. He called me all the way from North Carolina. I said, don't be afraid. Let us pray. And I said, listen, they have given you a verdict. But we can also determine another verdict. So we pray. We apply the word of God. It wasn't his mistake. It wasn't his doing. He didn't do anything fraudulent. It was just unfortunate that it happened to him. We prayed, ladies and gentlemen, three or four days ago. No, I think last week, Friday. He sent me a testimony. He said for the first time in 17 years, his credit has shot up 88 points. 88 points. Listen, when you see that what is happening doesn't give a good representation of you, delete it. Delete it. And create a new image about your life according to what the word of the Lord is saying. So watch what you see. Number four, watch what you hear. 
what you hear has the potency of determining what settles in your heart. Whatever you hear informs your makeup. You hear, you become. Somebody comes out and then says that I am a doctor. Another person comes out, he said that I am an engineer. How did he become a doctor? By hearing and hearing about medical things for a period of time. Then he came out as a medical doctor. The difference between a medical doctor and a lawyer are the things that they have opened themselves up to hear. What are you hearing? You will become. Stop hearing the news every day. They are telling you this, is, this thing is not working. That thing is not working. Jesus says something. Let's quickly read Mark chapter 4 verse 24 and 25. Jesus says something. He said beware how you hear. He said unto them take heed what you hear. Be careful what you are hearing. You will become what you hear. You are listening to all these terminologies. Tomorrow you will start saying the same thing. Be careful what you hear. For with what measure you hear. it Look at it. It shall be measured to you. And unto you that hear shall more be given. So what you hear, more of what you are hearing will be given to you. Now look at the next statement, verse 25. For he that has, to him shall be given. He will have. And he that has not, from him shall be taken even that which he has. Listen. The difference between people that open their ears to hear everything and people that strain the things that come into their ears is that the more you hear, more will be added. The devil knows that you want to hear this, he will give you more. Now he will begin to tell you, very soon you will realize that now the thing that you are supposed to dispel, you are now propagating it. What you hear can affect your faith. Therefore, watch what you hear. Number five, watch your association. I've already spoken about that. Who you associate with, if the person is full of fear, ladies and gentlemen, it will be contaminated on you. If the person is full of faith, you will be contaminated by the faith. Number six, cast out fear by doing what you fear. Very important. Cast out fear by doing what you fear. Every time, understand that your greatest miracle is at the other side of your greatest fear. So in order to deal with fear, do what you are afraid. Do what you are afraid. Cast out fear by doing what you are afraid. Now, how did Jonah overcome the fear of the sea? He said, cast me into it. When they cast Jonah into the sea, what happened? Did he drown? Come on, preach with me. Did he drown? What happened? A whale came to swallow. Do what you are afraid of. When you do what you are afraid of, you overcome fear. Now, uh, I, 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 I remember the story of my bishop when he was growing up and he couldn't write eight. And then every time somebody was, you know, abusing him by eating his food. In order to write eight, you know the the, the, uh, the figure eight, he couldn't write it. So his mom would give him his breakfast and his snack when he goes to school. Somebody would take the snack and eat it and write eight for him. And one day he said, "As for today, I'll also write the eight. So he did. He devised a plan. He wrote two zeros, one zero on top, 
and the other zero down. And then he took it to the teacher. And the teacher marked it and said, excellent. That was all. Fear is over. Do what you couldn't do. Do what you are afraid of. Hallelujah. Hey, you are afraid that you will never be able to propose. Propose to somebody. Do what you are afraid. Tell somebody, do what you are afraid of. Tell another person, do what you are afraid of. Listen, everybody has something that they are afraid of. When you live here today, go and do it. Go and do it. And you realize that what you are afraid of is just a mirage. It is not real. Hallelujah. Number seven, watch what you think. Proverbs 23, 7. Number seven, watch what you think. Proverbs 23, 7 says that as a man think, so is he. So when you think of fear, you become it. When you think of dying, you become it. When you think of living very long, you become it. When you think of becoming a business owner, you become it. Listen, I sometimes one of my greatest pain is to see very young and energetic men and women wasting their lives because of fear. Wasting their lives. Sometimes they think that, well, everybody thinks that I am useless. So that mentality, listen, change that mentality. You are so precious and valuable. The Lord can use you to turn everything around. One day the Lord used four leprous men. Four leprous men. In 2 Kings chapter 7, he used four leprous men to turn a whole city's fortune around. You are more valuable than a leprous man. Listen. Don't believe the lie from the pit of hell. As young as you are, the Lord can do much with you. Watch what you think. Number eight, watch what you feel. We don't look on things that are seen. We look on things that are not seen. 2 Corinthians 4.18. Write that scripture down. Watch what you feel. Don't define your life by what you are feeling. Define your life by what the Lord has said. Joel 3.10. He said that, let the weak say, I am strong. Don't say what you are feeling. Say what you are expecting. Don't say what is happening. Say what you are believing God for. After all, what is happening is what is happening. So why must you repeat it? Say what you are expecting from God. Number nine. Watch the things you say. Very, very important. The enemy doesn't know what is in your mind until you say it. It is so very important. Watch what you say. The enemy doesn't know what is in your mind till you talk about it. And he works with what you say. Matthew chapter 12 verse 35 to 37. Stop speaking fear. Nowadays, there is nothing safe. Nothing is working. Nothing is this. Nothing is that. No relationship is sound. You begin to say things that, ladies and gentlemen, the enemy now capitalizes on. The devil doesn't know what is in your mind until it comes out of your mouth. And it is what comes out of your mouth that he uses against you. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth good things. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure, brings forth evil things. Look at 36 and 37. I say unto you, every idle word that a man shall speak 
they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment the day of judgment is the day of harvest look at the next verse for by your words somebody say by your words can you say by my words this is the words of jesus he said by your words you are either justified justified means you are perfected or you are condemned your words your words your words your words sometimes your words are more important by the than the things that you do i'm telling you he said by your words you are either justified or you are either condemned i pray may the lord reorder your words in jesus name may your words be reorganized before the lord in jesus name and finally number 10 casting out fear praise god as you rebuke the enemy praise god one of the greatest weapon in casting out fear is praise and thanksgiving as you thank god you bring god on the scene some hundred verse number four look at some hundred verse number four praise god and give him thanks it always brings god on the scene look at that enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his cause with praise when you do these two things he said be thankful unto him and bless his name look at verse number five the next verse for the lord is good anytime you thank god anytime you praise him we see his goodness and his goodness always casts out fear the final point is that praise god and give him thanks always praise god in casting out fear you go somewhere you hear something or they tell you something or you see something that you don't want just begin to thank god father thank you lord thank you father thank you that there is a change there is a change of story as you thank god what you do is that you invite god on the scene and when god comes on the scene nothing else can stand i want you to give a clap unto the lord and rise up on your feet and i want us to pray just one prayer listen ladies and gentlemen fear torments fear binds fear brings into bondage but we know that we can cast out fear i want you to pray just one prayer that father in the name listen listen everybody has some fear i don't know what your fear is i want you to analyze it right now because we are going to deal with it just one prayer just one prayer what has the devil told you listen brothers and sisters don't take this lightly or for granted when you pray this prayer by faith tomorrow morning there will be another testimony i'm telling you tomorrow morning there will be another story it doesn't matter what the enemy has said i want you to pray this prayer say father in the mighty name of jesus any fear in my life right now by the power of the holy spirit i paralyze it i paralyze it now can you lift up your voice and pray just that one prayer any fear in your life if you can grab a microphone you can do that but i want you to pray any fear in my life i paralyze it and i want you to pray your own personal prayer you know your fear ladies and gentlemen what has the devil been telling you what has been a bother in your heart sometimes you must take a step for god to amplify it but the devil says that no 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 a lot of fear in your heart because of the fear 
you are still in that comfort zone you are still in that bondage you are still in that arena you are still in that ghetto the lord wants you to come out of it when you come out of it the lord will glorify you you'll be surprised how valuable you are if only you can come out of it but it is fear that is keeping you there the devil is telling you that if you come out you will fail if you come out you will not amount to anything the devil is telling your mind that this is who you are supposed to be it is a lie delete that mental picture lift up your voice and pray every fear in my life i paralyze it i delete it from my life jesus said perfect love cast out fear come on cast it out in the name of jesus that fear that tells you that you may never marry cast it out in jesus name that you may never see your family again cast it out in jesus name that you may never get your documentation cast it out in jesus name whatever fear lift up your voice cast it out fear is a spirit we bind and we cast it out bind it and cast it out that devil is a liar he is a lie from the pit of hell bible calls him the father of all lies whatever he has told you it is a pack of lies it will not happen in the mighty and blessed name of jesus father we paralyze every fear any fear tormenting your people in the mighty name of jesus ladies and gentlemen tomorrow about this time there will be a new report there will be a new story there will be a new testimony that fear will not exist that fear will not stay in the blessed and mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus now can you lift up your hand to heaven i want to pray one prayer listen i want you to believe it the lord is going to send his angels wherever your fear is they are going to untie your ability to overcome it and listen to me before sunday we meet here you will have an uncommon testimony i am listen i may not be shouting today but it is working like liquid fire you mark it you watch it lift up your hand father in the blessed and mighty name of jesus whatever lie from the pit of hell the enemy has told your people stopping the advancement of your people right now i take authority and i paralyze it in jesus name i paralyze it in jesus name the devil has brought about the fear of the unknown fear of failure fear of disappointment fear of premature death fear of never recovering from that sickness fear of family repeating history fear of never amounting to anything in the blessed and mighty name of jesus christ any fear that the devil has told you right now i take authority fear of failure fear of rejection fear of criticisms fear of the unknown fear of death fear of success there are some people who are afraid to succeed in the blessed and mighty name of jesus i arrest those fears now and i declare they will not dominate your life they will not hover around your life 
they will not take authority in your life i decree and i declare that you are delivered and you are safe and sound from today your going out is blessed your coming in is blessed your food is blessed your water is blessed your children are blessed the lord is going to give you the grace to come out of that place i don't know who i'm talking to but the lord is going to give somebody here listen somebody is held captive in the place i don't know whether it is work whether it is a family whether it is an area whether it is a relationship i don't know but i am seeing the strength of god coming all of a sudden and somebody is coming out of it and i'm seeing the lord giving somebody grace to start something mighty i pray in the name of jesus may the lord help you to do a mighty work many destinies are connected to you may the lord empower you may the lord strengthen you may the lord do you good receive it in jesus name say i receive it may the lord empower you in the blessed and mighty name of jesus now can you lift up your voice and begin to bless the name of the lord for giving you a fresh beginning for giving you the grace to overcome fear celebrate the lord celebrate the lord celebrate the lord in the blessed and mighty name of jesus christ father we thank you for doing for us what only you can do we give you all the glory and all the honor in jesus blessed and mighty name amen now give a clap unto the lord and take your seat in heavenly places and quickly we want to take our communion and then we will take our we will do our giving unto the lord and then we will be out of here now tonight's communion is going to empower and energize us to overcome fear i don't know what fear it is but sometimes you need a catalyst and tonight's communion is going to serve as a catalyst whatever fear it is you are going to overcome it and you are going to live in peace and gladness father we bless the bread and we bless the drink now let the communion stewards quickly share the communion the only thing that stops you from taking the communion is when you don't have a relationship with jesus now if you are here or you are online you don't have a relationship with jesus it is very very simple it is with the heart you must believe it that jesus came to die to pay for all your sins you must believe that you were a sinner you couldn't save yourself and jesus came to die for you and bought you and purchased you with his blood and then with your mouth out of the abundance of the heart you confess and you say that jesus is my lord and my personal savior now you want to pray that prayer with me i want you to say this with me say dear lord jesus thank you for your word with my heart i believe you came to die to pay for all my sins i believe i'm washed by the blood of jesus because i believe jesus as my lord and my personal savior i am born again washed by the blood hallelujah father i decree and declare based on your word that anyone that has prayed this prayer 
is born again. Father, we give you all the praise. Now we bless the bread. We receive it with thanksgiving. And Bible said that after thanksgiving, Jesus broke it. He called it my body. I want you to break your bread. He blessed the cup and he said, it is my blood. We receive it as the very blood of Jesus. As we partake in the body and the blood, grant us the strength to overcome every fear. In the blessed and mighty name of Jesus Christ, we call it done. Amen. Let's take the communion together. to prepare your, your offering for the Lord quickly in the mighty name of Jesus thank you Lord Jesus and they are going to put the various giving portals on the line and ladies and gentlemen any of them that goes well with you I want you to use it to prepare an offering for the Lord thank you Lord Jesus we give you all the praise and we give you all the glory. I want you to lift it up. We have given by tightly. We have given by check. We have given by PayPal. And then we have, if you want to use the square, you can go behind there. We have the square reader. And you can use it as well. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. We are very grateful for your faithfulness for your blessings every fear is paralyzed lord thank you for giving us the grace to overcome fear now lift up that offering father we bless you for the grace of giving receive our thanksgiving appreciational seed in the form of offering in the form of tithe and all manner of giving let your name be glorified in jesus blessed and mighty name amen all right, let's quickly drop it in. And then as we drop it in, we take the following announcements quickly. God willing, on this Saturday, we have two major events. We have the baby shower of Sister Nanama. That is from 2 p.m. And it will be at the residence. And then from there, we will be driving all the way to McMainville for the worship night. Hallelujah. It is going to be so powerful. And then, of course, on Sunday, it is going to be our covenant day of new beginnings. Amen. I didn't hear your amen. amen. Our covenant day of new beginnings. And we will keep on watching certain things as we turn on a new beginning. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. God bless each and every one of you that join us online from across the nations of the world. Any fear that was tormenting you is paralyzed in Jesus' name. And I pray for each and every one of you online. May the Lord give you an upper hand. The thing that you are afraid of, may you overcome and may you do something new that will surprise the enemy in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. Now, I want to welcome all our first timers. Today is your first time worshiping with us. We want to give you a very good welcome. So if today is your first time, as we always do, I want you to join me here as I shake hands with you and I will pray with you and then we will be out of here. So, but remember that we have 
our next um, night of supernatural encounter is next week Friday and the theme is the God of the overflow something will happen here amen all right today's your first time I want you to walk up to me I want to celebrate you amen come amen I'm wait yes I'm waiting for you today is your first time oh Sharon you are Sharon you are bringing them yes of course <laughs> hallelujah Amen. all right stand on your feet if today is your first time yeah let's welcome them as they come isn't it not powerful wow hallelujah wow this is so awesome and this is so beautiful Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Is this not beautiful? Right. Let us celebrate these wonderful brothers and sisters. So what's your name? Alias. Alias. Josue. Josue. Marisol. Marisol. Samuel. Samuel. Donaldo. Donaldo. Leslie. Lizzie. Leslie. Wow. Let's appreciate these wonderful brothers and sisters. I want to pray for you, Father. Bless them in Jesus' name. There is any fear in their lives in any way. We paralyze it. We declare that when they leave here today, let there be a testimony in their lives. Father, settle them and empower them in Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Amen. God bless you. Congratulations. Amen. God bless you. Powerful. Thank you. Now, after service, after service, Minister, um, Minister Shana and the Minister Josephine will come and minister to you. We have a very powerful thing, something for you, a puzzle for you. So right after service, you just join us here and then they'll give it to you, okay? God bless you. Let's clap for them as they take their seat. God bless you. Let's be on our feet, church. Hallelujah. Let's be on our feet. Can you open your mouth, pray, soak yourself, soak your family in the blood of Jesus. Father, we thank you for tonight. We soak ourselves in the blood of Jesus. We decree and declare no one will remain the same. Your power over us, O oh Lord, in Jesus' name is activated. Fears are broken. The chains of fears are broken. And we decree and declare that from today, we are working in excellence. We are working in power. We are working in authority. And we are manifesting who we are in Christ. In Jesus' blessed and mighty name. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord empower you. The Lord strengthen you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord give you that which is your greatest heart desire. Above all, may the Lord order your steps in him. As you have heard other testimonies, may the Lord give you a mega testimony. In the blessed and mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let's share the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Let's take our prophetic declaration with long life, full of prosperity and sound health shall you satisfy me and my household all the days of our lives amen